What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Anything But Credible, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. My name is Dukes. To my left, I got the Griff. What's up, Griff? What's going on, Dugan? Keith is out this week. He actually, uh, I think he might have mentioned it last week, but uh, he's in Colorado. But lucky for us, we have a super special guest to fill in, Mr. Shane Presley from the Rock Paper Podcast. What's up, Shane? Hey, good to be here. We appreciate you stopping by, man. Not only coming on the pod, but actually coming here in studio and, and hanging out with us. We appreciate yeah. that, man. Yeah, very exciting stuff, man. I'm uh, uh, you know, honored that you guys reached out and invited me over. Of course, man. Our whole thing is like, listen, if we can find people, cool people doing cool stuff, we're in. If that's a, doing anything within those boundaries that's locally, then we're 100% in. So we're, 100%, we're definitely, sure, we're, we're big fans for sure. Um, and so here, here's what's going to happen is, we're gonna we're gonna talk for a second here, and then uh, we'll break into some icebreakers as always with the new guest, and then we'll get back and we'll talk. Well, actually, before we even do that, let, let's start off right here. Why don't you give us a quick um, a quick rundown of 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 what Rock Paper Podcast is? Uh, well, you know, I, I have a lot of the the similar message uh, that you just mentioned. Uh, you know, my show uh, I focus a lot on St. Louis music and comedy. Just uh, what I particularly love about St. Louis and but I've had you know I've opened the door up to I've had different uh restaurants on and different uh I've had um people representing charities and uh, you know across the board I'm just trying to support local and trying to support my neighborhood and uh make some cool things happen here in town um but yeah the show's uh what uh 418 episodes 418 episodes man at the time we're recording this one and that's Re- wild. Recorded two this afternoon. Um, wow. Two. Yeah. You're prolific, <laughs> so, man. Yeah. You're pumping them out. Man. Uh, been at it for just over three years. Um, May 2014, we got started. Wow. I, had, I had my buddy Chris started the show with me. Uh, we did it together for about a year, and then he had to part ways. But uh, yeah, man, I'm. you know, it's it's been an incredible ride. I've been meeting all kinds of cool people all over this city and uh, yeah. having a heck of a time, man. I would say so after 400 episodes, or me and Griff were talking, like imagine just... How often do you record? Like all the time. Like every yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I know. It's, uh, it's, you know, I record a lot, and uh, but it's nice, you know, of course, like you guys are aware, like a podcast, it's not, we're not live, so I can knock out a couple on a weekend and then yeah. release them throughout the week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, but yeah, I try, you know, with the, me and my, just my schedule and the guest schedule, I can, I can pretty much knock them out whenever. Yeah. Nice. So well, that's dope. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that we, you know, one of the big reasons we wanted to get you on is because we're, we're trying to find, I mean, I, I don't know. Are there a lot of St. Louis podcasts? I, I tried doing some search and I, I couldn't find too many. I, yeah. I, yours was the biggest one that I came across, obviously, but, um, well, I've discovered a lot more, um, just by doing the show. Yeah. Like I've, you know, of course you met you guys now. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a few and there's a couple that have, you know, since, uh, you know, aren't doing much anymore, but, uh, and that's kind of the thing with podcasting, man. People kind of get hot for a minute. They'll do, you know, run a shows and then they kind of fizzle out and, yeah but, uh, so I think that's kind of what people get most surprised when I say I have over 400 that, that, that it's still going. It's right. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big number. It's a lot sure. of content, you know? So yeah. It, um, it is, uh, like when, you know, when I hit for the first 100 and stuff like that, you know, it, people i have i feel like every time i hit that benchmark more and more people get involved and get like it's kind of one of those things like they realize like i'm still still doing it still passionate yeah, about you know still it's a serious like, thing right yeah know, not just like a oh uh, yeah, i'll check it out like uh you know kind of blow it off because it's going to be something that's done and but uh right yeah like i said i think every time they people more and more people getting bored and on board and 
Um, but yeah, there's uh my friend um uh does a one called Random Ass Podcast. The, oh, ra- okay. the rap the rap cast. Shout out, out. And he's out here in St. Louis also. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. Um my friends uh Susie and Robin used to do one called Riding with St. Louis, did a lot of local music and stuff as well. Cool. Um they are they since uh haven't been doing much, like I said. Yeah. So um yeah, there's a couple right off the top of the head, but there's well after we're done recording, I might have yeah. to grab some context from you. We're we're definitely always trying to reach out to, you know, other St. Louis podcasts, especially <laughs> when we come across yours. That's like, like you said, I mean, it's, you want to talk about just pure local yeah. flavor enthusiasts. Like that's what it is. That's yeah. what the rock paper podcast is all about. There can't be many people who know the music scene in St. Louis better than you do. I mean, well, I'm going to yeah. open my eyes. I'll tell you what, <laughs> oh, running, running through your shows, man, sure. it, it definitely opened my eyes. And uh, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to all that. We'll get back to the rock paper podcast and all that good stuff. In one second. But first, yeah. Shane, what I want to do, man, if you're cool with it, what we like to do is when we have a new guest on, we like to throw some icebreakers their way. Bring it Just on. so we get to know you a little bit, yeah. the listeners get to know you a little bit, you know, and uh, after that, we'll, we'll jump back into uh, to a little bit of the podcast history for you. Cool, man. Okay. They tend to be absurd and stupid. Just a, a pre-warning. <laughs> well, I mean, isn't that, that's the nature that's, of, a, of that's, an icebreaker, right? It's uh, supposed to be. Uh, I thought you were going to say that's the nature of our podcast. Well, you <laughs> could say that too. I mean, it's anything but credible. Man. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. Shane, right off the bat, man. Ketchup or mustard? I'm, I'm a mustard guy. My, Even on my your guy. hot dogs. It's my guy. Yeah. Especially, oh. especially on your hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, well, ahead. so my, my little, little story with it, uh, I do uh, custodial work and work in elementary where kids put ketchup on everything. Right. <laughs> and it grosses me out, man. Like, uh, uh, and, but like just, uh, the smell of like ketchup, like it now, like it just, really, yeah, you know, it's like ruined. I don't eat, I don't, you know, I'll put like ranch on my fries. I don't even do it on my fries. Really? Yeah, you know, I'll do. So you're like a solid no yeah. ketchup. But like, I'm with you. Wow. If, it, if I, if I go like whatever McDonald's or something and yeah. it comes on a cheeseburger kind of thing. Like I'm not gonna tell them no ketchup. I'll have it on there, but like, but yeah, if I'm if I have the option of putting ketchup on something, uh, no, it doesn't wow. yeah. so. Griff, will you line? You put ketchup on your fries, Griff. Maybe on fries. On other, unlike him, on my burgers, I no. Yeah. Really? No you don't ketchup. Put ketchup I, on I, a burger? Plain, baby. Well, Give me that no, burger. Yeah. Don't. If, yes. I, if I, I make it, at, and I want cheese. If I, I make it at home, it's yeah. I just put ketchup or I put mustard on it. No ketchup. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's blowing my mind. Kind of like what me and Keith have been telling you that. uh this love for ketchup you have is childish. <laughs> Shane is making yeah. it sound that way. Yeah, well, he's right. <laughs> but, yeah. but here's the thing, though. I don't put ketchup on everything. I just, you know, I'm going to put ketchup on before I put mustard on. Right. That, that's just my thing. Well, you know? do you. Okay. All right. All right. Um, next one. Shane, kittens or puppies? Uh, puppies all the way, man. See, that's easy. That's yeah. easy. Um, okay. How about this one? We've, we've, had, uh, we've gone both ways on this one. Uh, loofah or bar soap kind of guy? See, I've been listening, and uh, and that one, like, because I don't, uh, I just have a washcloth, so I don't, okay. I don't do. Oh, the, you're a cloth kind of guy. Yeah, I don't do the loofah. That's the first time we've gotten that answer. Yeah. yeah, there are, but I do know people There's that a lot. Uh, have, have have do still roll with the with the washcloth. Yeah. That's how I grew up. Yeah, a lot of people did. I think. Yeah. Yep. So you just put so you put the liquid soap on a washcloth. Yeah, I have a, yeah, I use a body wash and a, and yeah. a washcloth. Yeah. Okay. Hey, all Fair. right. Fair, Fair enough. <laughs> yep. That's the first right there. So I'm a, that's I'm, the first. Which is shocking that that's the first, yeah, really, because that seems very common. I feel like that. I feel like that's that almost more would, common. I, I just feel like that would come before what you do and not use anything and just soap. <laughs> you just use soap. I lather on up, man. I lather on See, up. I feel like that's way weirder than using <laughs> something. All right. Anyway, um, Shane, the other thing, too, is where are you originally? Where are you originally from, Shane? 
Uh, born and raised in Wentzville, Missouri. Wentzville? Yeah, about uh, 40 miles west, but I okay. call St. Louis home. I mean, yeah. So you know, yeah. the, you know the big question in St. Louis. We, we have to ask, sure. where'd you go to high school? I graduated from Timberland High School. It Timberland? Was, it was... Uh, you ever heard of that, Griff? Wentzville. Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah. it's uh, yeah. It's the second, it was the second high school in Wentzville. Okay. Second. Uh, for some reason, you know, a lot of them, you know, east, southwest and whatever, they, yeah. they go different directions, but we, Wentzville decided to name it a, something completely different and, and then uh, they opened up a third high school in Wentzville School District and it's uh, called Liberty High School. So, oh, uh, okay. Uh, very amazing. Yeah, Wentzville, Wentzville High School. So, so shout out. Okay. All right. Um, what about this, man? What? food would you win or or dish we say you it could be really anything but what food slash dish would you be confident that you'd win an eating competition in i'm gonna go with mashed potatoes oh wow good answer yeah that'll fill you up pretty quick though you, you just pound mashed potatoes is yeah it's gonna fill kind? everybody up real is there quick, a certain though, kind isn't there like now there's a million different kinds i want of a little potatoes. bit of garlic in them a little bit of garlic in them like extra butter you know that's people that, like put butter, butter well yeah there has to be butter in your mashed potatoes no i mean yeah. but like uh like uh, a lot extra amounts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure some people do. <laughs> we went. We went on this uh, high school uh, business trip. You know, like uh, I think it was like FBLA or Deca. One of the, one of the two. I okay. was I was involved in. We went on a trip and we um we stopped at like an old country buffet or whatever. Or, you know, whatever yeah. it was like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And we uh we we got to go in and my buddy Sam, me and him are going plate for plate for a bit. And he's like, uh, and he and he's like, thinks he can challenge me to like, uh, and so like the next plate, he goes, all right, uh, you know, pick your weapon of choice. So I just put like this massive mound of mashed potatoes on there, and like, and he did the same thing and showdown, yeah. And then like he got like two bites in and like, oh, I can't do it. I'm done. And I'm like, and then I finished the entire plate in front of him and I'm like, yeah, don't ever challenge me. Yeah. I just put down a mountain of right. potatoes. Yeah. yeah, man. You hear that, everybody out there, man? Don't yeah. don't test Shane. If you want to get at Shane, challenge him to <laughs> well, a potatoes. Potatoes ain't your game. Potatoes are not yeah, your game. Don't challenge him. Um, sticking with the food, you know, I was just thinking about this. I actually got into a conversation about this the other day. What are you a candy guy? Like, what's your favorite kind of candy? Uh, I'm a I'm a big uh, chocolate and peanut butter, so I gotta go Reese's. Reese's. Yeah. Okay, Griff. I don't know if I've ever gotten that from you. What, what's you your favorite candy? It's Reese's. Really? Yeah. Two for two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a which. Okay, actually, time out. Whoa! Uh, what do you got? Reese's just came out with a new thing. Oh, it's unbelievable! Unbelievable! Tell us about it. It's a uh, Reese's, but it's like the. Have you seen the peanut butter lover cups? The really thick ones. Yeah. It's one of those, but with a cookie crunch thing in the middle. Yeah, I've it's, been. I've I've seen the commercial. Man. I haven't been able to try them yet. No, but you gotta get. Them. You gotta find one. They're they, they're amazing. They like, did it first with uh, pieces. They yes. put Reese's pieces inside the peanut butter. Those cups. were okay. Yeah. These are the best candy I've ever had, <laughs> by bar none. Okay. Like the gas station next to my work sells them. I've been getting them like every day. Yeah, I got, so you're, 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 I'm it's all in. Yeah, you're all, all in. in. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, I got real excited when I saw the commercial, but I haven't been able to find any. Yeah, you. same. I'm going to go visit Griff's work after this. <laughs> I think Phillips. <laughs> Phillips carries some, I believe. Yeah. What you need to check out. Okay, um, let's see here. I guess we probably should have started with this one, but I'll, I'll ask you now. Um, well, give me three words that describe you, Shane. Three words. Oh, man. That's so rough. <laughs> hey, that's a, you know what? If you're talking about... Uh, that's if, the interview question everybody gets. I was going to say, if like, we're going to uh, talk about true, genuine icebreaker questions, that's probably going to be one of the it's top like, it's like a three. Jo- it's a job interview Oh, it's question. a job interview? Yeah. <laughs> well, if we don't want to be... <laughs> you don't have to ask Give that, me your worst attribute 
yeah. and yet somehow make it compliment yourself. <laughs> uh, I guess. Um, uh, let's see. Passionate. Yeah. And. Oh, man, I don't know. Um, Just give me one more. Sure. Uh, let's go charismatic. Hey, okay. there how's go. that? There yeah. goes a couple cool. of good buzzwords. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Hey, that would have passed the icebreaker yeah. uh, test. <laughs> Shane, you got any hidden talents, man? What's uh, a hidden talent that Shane has that oh, nobody man. else knows about? You're asking her some ridiculous questions. What? That's an icebreaker, dude. It is. I know. It's, is that bad? I'm trying to think of how I would answer these. Yeah. You don't I'm have like, any. You don't, Griff, do you have a hidden talent? I can hold my breath for a long time. <laughs> I would classify that as a hidden talent. All right. All right. Yeah. I no. I don't think so. I don't think I have anything. Uh... Okay. No big deal, man. Yeah. Um. Let's see. You you know with the podcast, which we'll talk about in a minute, you you do a lot, a lot of music stuff, local scene. Yeah, man. Are you a musician yourself? No, just yeah, just, just a music a big fan. fan. Yeah, man. What? Okay. Well, let's say this. I mean, what's what you, can we can we make up a dream band? Can we do something like that? Like, do you have do you have guys that w- would make up a dream? Oh man, a dream like, set. My, uh, Maybe not independent guys, but even pieces of bands. Like who? You know what I mean? Griff, you could probably sure. make something up. I don't know. This feels That's, like this feels like a sports fans question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like a, like a band, like a yeah. team. It's probably because we were just watching the draft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I should say. Uh, pause for a second here but um i just want everyone to know that we're recording this on thursday the 22nd today's 22nd sounds right um and today is yes the 22nd today is the nba draft it's going on right now as we as we are speaking so um shout out to uh jason tatum we'll we'll shout him out at the end actually um i got i got uh (laughs) i got keith keith messaged me a a shout out but uh so you might me and griff caught the very beginnings of it so you might hear some sports related stuff but uh anyway uh, or or can we say maybe maybe not your favorite but maybe let's do one of your most memorable um podcast interviews that or somebody that you sat down with that really you know maybe one of those things where you walk away and you say man i'll never never forget that one that was awesome do i have i have a lot of them that really stick with me um for one of the one of the biggest was uh I got to hang out with Devin Allman, who is uh his father is Greg Allman oh, wow. of, of the Allman brothers. Right. Wow. And uh, yeah, R.I.P. And uh Devin is an incredible singer, songwriter, performer, blues rock uh, you know, guitar player and everything himself. And uh but he he gave me a little advice and it really just kinda the long the interview was great, but what resonated for me was uh you know, after that, we turned the mic off. Me and him just got to hanging, and and I we and he said, uh, you know, he he asked for some advice one time, and the they the advice he was kind of given was uh, for a singer songwriter looking to hit the road, and like and they said uh, just don't stop, you know, keep going, keep, you know, and because uh, as soon as you stop, the person that's hungry for it more is going to pass you up, and right. So uh, so that mentality is like really stuck with me, and I kind of do as far as doing the podcast, I want to keep the foot on the gas the whole time. So. Yeah. For yeah. sure, kind of have tunnel vision with your goals and yeah, just keep man. going. Yeah, I got, I got a question. Yeah. Uh, based kind of off yours, who would your dream interview be? Like, if you could get one person to sit there down you with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a so I'm a big fan of singer songwriters, uh, and there's a guy Will Hogue who I'm a huge fan of. Love all of his uh, his writing and his songs. He's a just a 
incredible talent. And uh, I don't know. I just would, I would love to sit and talk to him for a minute and kind of pick his brain about some of these songs and, and hopefully get him to play some live acoustic stuff. And, yeah. But uh, yeah, so he's, he's one that, I mean, there's, there's a ton of them, but that, that guy uh, is one that means a lot to me. Right. Well, shout out to Will. Hopefully, if you ever come across this, Will, yeah. you heard it right here, man. Okay. Up, Shane. So are we still, are we like staying in the, the silly I, category? I got, or well, I, yeah, do you okay. have any, do you have I, any? No, I can get more into like serious oh, ones. Well, it seems like I'll tell slowly, you what, here's the, slowly getting there. here's the last, this is the last, uh, <coughs> I guess you could classify it as an icebreaker that I have. Yeah. Last icebreaker, before we get on back to the, the podcast talk. Finish this sentence for me, Shane. Uh, man, oh, dude, I, I know Shane. He is. Uh, I would probably, uh, people would probably say at every concert. <laughs> so. I believe dude, that. I know with, Shane. With, that dude is at every concert. I right? believe that with their, God, so many musicians. See so that. many musician interviews. You've got to be uh, at yeah. a lot but, of music scene. I mean, I don't know. I just, I love it. I love live music. That's like my biggest thing. Yeah. Like, so uh, I try to go to as many shows. There's some nights I go two, three shows at a time. I like, I'll bounce back and forth. Uh, or whatever it is, so it's like I'll, uh, you know, catch an early show and then wind up down on Broadway at Oyster Bar or yeah, or, yeah. Be- or Beale or something and catch a late show. So there's all yeah, oh, there's always live music going on somewhere in for St. Sure. Louis. So, so. Yeah. All right, well, cool, man. We well, we appreciate you answering those dumb questions that we. <laughs> yeah. But I, okay, so let, let's dive back in. And Griff, I'll let you take over here in one second. But no, you're good. I kind of just want to summarize what we talked about before the the questions. Is that you know, Rock Paper Podcast is you you kind of mentioned it too, but. It's, I would say majority is probably musicians, but you said it yourself. You also, a lot of the earlier um, episodes, and you know, they're mixed in there, obviously, but you know, you also are doing comedians. You said you're doing restaurant. I mean, you're literally, basically, I mean, what is, I, I don't know, I, want to, I don't want to say preference, but is there, I mean, is there a certain vibe or thing that you're going for when it comes to these people that you're talking to? Or is it kind of just, anybody is it people that you run into i mean how do all these 400 episodes i mean that is a ton of people i mean how does all this how's all this work how's all that how, how, how do people come on you know what i mean well uh a lot of them are friends man that's the, like the biggest part of it is that um uh, you know these are all buddies of mine like i've uh the networking has reached out farther and farther over the years obviously and i've but and there are times where people we meet for the first time on the microphone and that's oh, okay. uh, so right. those are always cool for me. And as a host, I got, you know, I can ask, ask uh, genuine questions out of curiosity. I don't really like to prepare much. I like to kind of just go in and keep it real loose and conversational and I'll just, you know, ask genuine questions. And uh, those are just always a lot of fun, but yeah, the, the, uh, for the most part, the early stuff is all, these are all buddies of mine in music. I've been a, you know, big fan of music for a long time going to all their shows. And of course, you know, you meet, the next band there that's you know opening up the show or whatever it was and i and it just kind of keeps piling on and right uh so uh yeah that's uh yeah i think that's a, yeah cool pretty man. much yeah you kind of just hit a couple of my questions on oh that. So sorry well, man well, sorry well, girl. No, well it's well well for this question <laughs> i bet <laughs> no, you're good but okay so you seem to interview uh artists of different of one sort or the other a lot of times musicians comedians to tattoo artists Sure. Uh, so, what is it about these type of you know creative people that fascinates you, draws you in? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm a like I said, just a giant music fan. So that's the biggest part of it. Like I just love music, and I love talking to, uh, getting the stories behind these songs and all that kind of stuff. And and um, but I I just want to help out people that are passionate about whatever they're passionate about. You know, like I love the fact that like you know like my buddy Robbie, you mentioned tattoo artists, and like you know he's not a musician. He does play. Uh, he does do like cover stuff. He played on the show. 
but you know he's not like a he doesn't do it as professionally and stuff he likes to just play for fun and of course tattoos pay the bills but you know he's very passionate about what he does he loves live music as well and they you know so it just kind of i love tapping into whatever these people are passionate about and getting them to talk about different things so yeah kind of spread, okay. spreading the awareness right yeah. i mean that's what it's all about yeah these yeah. and these uh you know i got i got sick of people like saying there's like nothing to do in st louis and there's no you know like all that kind of stuff like there are some incredibly talented people all over the city doing all kinds of incredible things and uh you know i just want to tap in and let people know there's rock stars all over the city and like yeah so. sure that's i mean all you got to do is listen to any, I mean, any of the episodes, and I mean, especially one of 400, you know, if you just look at the catalog as a whole, you can tell that, man, yeah, there's a lot going on. Sure. A lot more than even I knew, you know, before even checking well, even the podcast my, out. Even myself, man, when I started the show, uh, you know, I had a fair idea of what, this is St. Louis music. I knew quite a bit of people and already, but then like I got rolling and I'm, I'm like, man, I didn't know anything of them. Like, and so then it kind of become a goal. Like I want to kind of keep diving into these different pockets and discovering more, you know, different music and stuff. Cause St. Louis is like these different po- bubbles all over all the city, you know, like you got your rock scene, you got your, uh, you know, like indie rock thing over in Cherokee and doing stuff. You got your, uh, hip hop, you got your country, you got, you know, it's all represented, but it's all in different things. There's not like a certain area where all St. Louis music's at. And stuff, right. So. Yeah. St. Louis is a city of neighborhoods, right? right? Yeah. So, so. Uh, um, do you see any like commonalities between uh, you know different types of artists between the comedian and the musician between? Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's a uh, there's different things for sure. Like, what do you mean exactly? I mean, what do you mean by commonalities though, Griff? Like, what do you mean? I mean, uh, that's a, it's like what drives them, what uh, motivates them, what goes into their art, what goes into their craft. Sure, um, I'm sure you know the creative process has to have some. Some things that are probably glaringly like, wow, this comedian and this musician do the exact same thing before yeah, they perform. Sure. That type of thing. Yeah, I don't I mean, there's there's a lot of them that are they all have some very similar features. You know, you'll get to, you know, you you people start telling you stories and it sounds just like a story you heard from somebody else. So you realize we're, we're all alike. We're all doing the same thing. We're all shooting for a, a similar goal. Right. Uh, you know, so, we, you know, we're all just trying to figure out how to make it work for us. So, um, you know, but yeah, I... I don't. I couldn't think. I can't. I mean, I couldn't name like a certain. Yeah, you one certain feature. Yeah, on but it, like, yeah. but you know, you do realize how many of us are are all like. You know, even though we're whatever we're doing differently, but we're all in it together. So yeah, for sure. And uh, I, I want to back up for one second. Like when you were saying, you know, the different pockets and stuff. Is that something that you know for listeners out there that maybe li- that aren't um you know up to speed on the Rock Paper Podcast? You know, can they expect you know cross genre as far as music goes? I mean, are you covering? Oh yeah. Yeah, all cross genres that you can you can sure. basically bet on just about anything coming. Yeah, no, yeah. There's no, I mean, there's there's no rules to it. No, uh, you know, from open mic to touring the world, I say, and uh, you know, and then you got everything's represented on yeah. there. I mean, like so, um, yeah. Whatever you're into, there's there's gonna be there's gonna you be able to find something you like on here for sure. So for sure, um, I kind of want to dig into the actual. Um, I want to the actual process mm-hmm. of your podcast so for those of you guys obviously if you're listening now you need to go check it out right now but if you haven't checked it out yet and what you're going to do after you hear this um we were talking off air a little bit and kind of your whole thing is so you just roll up you do you do is it all the episodes are on location you, you go to meet these people yeah most part you and know, you kind of just 
So we were saying you kind of just have a mic and you kind of just because a lot of times you're doing bands with mm-hmm. you know obviously multiple people. Sure. And so you kind of what what's your process? You kind of you were saying you just have have a mic and you kind of just put, put in the middle of the room and kind of just free for all. Let everybody you know kind just kind of go with it, conversation. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like uh, I've recorded all over the city um, from <clears throat> from my house uh, to band practices to uh, Taco Bell's, Denny's. I was just going to ask uh, you, what's the craziest yeah. place that you can remember recording an episode? Uh, pro- probably Chesterfield Mall Food Court. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a, that was a, it was an interesting one. It wasn't a lot of ambient noise there, was yeah. there? Well, None. I bet it was yeah. completely silent. <laughs> well, uh, okay. So the story is with that one, and I kind of shared it on another show, but it's it's a great story. But I have my buddy Bobby Jaycox on, who's yeah. also uh, yeah, Bobby, from, yeah, from sure. uh, STL Up Late and uh, different things, uh, doing comedy around town. And uh, we did one a while back, uh, you know, like two years ago or, or more with uh, when uh, Chris was still doing the show with me. And we sat at uh, the mall and and we uh, this was around the time uh, Jurassic World was announced and stuff. Okay. So we sat down and it was all quiet. And then all of a sudden this, the cleaning crew comes in and starts dragging these chairs around <laughs> and uh, and starts making all these, you know, loud screeching noises. So Bobby starts running and with it uh improving and like uh, making jokes that were on set of jurassic world and that you know let's say and like it was, it was kind of this uh you know kind of a theater of the mind thing yeah, yeah. and it really worked like it you know it allowed him especially as a comic to improv and to run with it and so as as crazy as an environment as it was it played off really well on the mic and like there's a part of the show where i like lose it and i start laughing hysterically because i'm like this is going to be the worst sounding thing ever nobody yeah. you know nobody's going to listen to this and like, but when I, we got the finished product, it actually sounded pretty good for what, it, you know, for recording in a mall food court and everything else. Yeah. So like, and like, again, like I said, it, that, that creativity that Bobby showed was, would maybe not have been inspired if we would have done it at, yeah. at, in somebody's living room or whatever. So, you know, it is, uh, very true. So I feel like it made a be- even better show. That's um, a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff. I do a lot of these live, you know, kind of field recordings like that. It's just me. Uh, laptop and a microphone. I roll, you know, as I carry thing in my book bag, and I, I'll show up. I mean, I've done them in like again, a minivan and all kinds of weird places and stuff. So wherever we can make it work, and uh, but yeah, sometimes there's just one on one. Sometimes it's me, and I think the most we've had on the mic was eight people. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. So which is kind of it gets difficult because you know obviously we don't have, I don't have a mixer or anything. I'm just it's one channel, one mic, and like uh, I just let it roll and it yeah. and uh, so yeah, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I like I like it loose and conversational and just like you know, just hang out like it's just me. I want the show to sound like just me and some of my buddies hanging out and and uh, so hopefully I think I think that's kind of coming yeah, across. You can so. definitely yeah. get that vibe and, and I mean it's it's obvious that you're getting them done because yeah. like you said today, what you said you did two today. Sure. And yeah. we're on four we're over 400. He's so you're yeah. you're definitely you're definitely out there traveling and getting them done. That that's for sure. Yeah, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to trying to hustle, make some cool things happen for the city. Because, uh, like I said, we, there's a lot of people that deserve to be heard in here around town. So yeah, absolutely. I like that mission statement. I'm I'm good. Well, okay. Let me ask you, man. Because uh, if you listen to the podcast, your episodes, you start off with um, Gaslight, Gaslight Studios, right? Yeah, that's a uh, big. It's a it, it, they play a, a role sure. with you. I mean, me and Griff were talking before because that's an awesome place. We kind of wanted to know how how that how that happened. How did Gaslight? Because uh, I, I imagine you probably meet a lot of people either recording there or going there from there. I mean, is that mm-hmm. a is that kind of just a hub that you kind of just 
I mean, is that a hangout spot where we can? Well, yeah, it's definitely become that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, as far as uh, uh, them be, uh, being a sponsor of the show, they they reached out to me. They wanted to be a part of what I was doing, which meant a lot to me that yeah. I, you know, I gained enough of attention from from them. You know what they were doing. They were like, yeah, we want to be a part of this. We want to help. And so, yeah, like I was, I was thrilled, you know, and, uh, same with music record shop. Also, they, they recognize that, you know, start seeing the presence online and everything and they yeah. wanted to be involved too. So, um, of course having two great St. Louis, uh, businesses representing the show and stuff, you know, mentioned a lot. Uh, but yeah, as far as gaslight, yeah, it's definitely become like a hub. Like there's so much incredible music coming out of there, recording out of that studio, becoming part of the the gaslight label um the 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 building is a a bar attached to a studio but it also represents as a uh as a record label almost you know like they were performing as a collective you know they did a uh release party a little while back at firebird and dropped five albums on the same day uh from from all five different st louis groups so there's a lot going on over there and uh yeah, some a lot of really great music coming out of that studio yeah and we should we should say too if you never heard of gaslight you should look them up but um Shane kind of mentioned it, but it's basically a bar. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. a public bar, but the back of the bar, if I'm correct, is just a giant see-through plexiglass window mm-hmm. where then you can see straight into the studio sure. and watch bands live record yeah. and, and you can hear it too, right? I right. don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, okay. stream, it streams over the speakers at radio volume. And okay. So yeah, yep. you, you kind of get a behind the curtain, kind of look at it uh, or into the recording studio and stuff. And Griff, you were saying- It's also connected to Cha Cha Cha, which yeah. is delicious Uh-oh. tacos. Yeah. Favorite taco? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely, uh, have some great tacos for sure. You got a favorite taco from there? Uh, oh, I don't know. Put them on the spot. I'm putting them on the spot. Yeah. Hey, it's a solid question. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I could pick a favorite. <laughs> that braised beef, Too that good. braised uh, beef taco. I was going to say, Griff, it sounds like you have one. I yeah. know what I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with that. And Griff, you said that's over on the hill, right? Yeah. Right by it's, you? Yeah. I yeah. live, I live on the hill, so that's right. Nice. Right in my neck of the woods. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. You know, we, we talked about the craziest spot. Um, when you're recording with these bands with multiple people, mm-hmm. does do crazy, crazy things ever happen? I, I see some episodes where, you know, maybe somebody just, I don't know if it's planned or not, but they might break out an acoustic guitar or something and, and you know, play some live music. Or, I sure. mean, has there been, is there some, I just imagine when you get five guys into a room, five artists into a room, you know, and uh, I just feel like, it's bound to something's bound to happen. It's gonna get like, interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, something, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, they they're all very unique. Uh, there's a lot of different uh, crazy things that happen. Uh, you know, either on the mic or off the mic sometimes. But uh, yeah, I mean, and also part of the show for me, uh, you know, being that I go to like band practice or sometimes in just their basements or whatever, wherever there might be. But I want people to feel comfortable, so. Uh, they, they tend to, uh, partake in different things, uh, beverages or, uh, or smoke or, uh, whatever it might be. And, uh, so a lot of things, uh, sounds like musicians. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of different things happen, uh, you know, and it's just always a good time and they, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. They, uh, I did one comes to mind also, uh, was, uh, Jackson Howard, Drew Lance, and Anthony Doria, and uh, so Anthony and Jackson are, are singer songwriters. Uh, Drew also sings, but he uh, m- mainly plays cajon. So uh, those two guys play guitar. Drew played cajon and uh, accompanied them. And then uh, 
and uh, also Roy Butler was there. And so the like five of us were sitting on the back porch mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of put the mic in the middle and let it roll. And then like we did a kind of song swap kind of thing where, but we were again like well, saying outside on the back porch. So the as we're recording and the sun goes down, the bugs start coming out. Yeah. And uh, there's a there's one part where uh, Jackson's playing a song and then like in the middle of the song he's like, "There's a bug on my face," and then like uh, <laughs> and just made me laugh so hard that like uh, you know like that he actually like just like kept it going and sang it. You know that there's a bug on his face and. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, that was such a cool episode for me, too, because, like, again, it's just that, that kind of back porch picking kind of thing. It was just, like, felt real comfortable, and, uh, and it came off real nice, man. And, like, a uh, little afterthought uh, of that episode, uh, there was a recording Jackson played, and there was, like, this ambience noise of the bugs in the background mm-hmm. and stuff as he's playing the song. And the song's called Hideaway, and it's about him, like, meeting uh his uh, girlfriend kind of thing and the they used to ride their bikes into the woods and their little hide hide right. and kind of thing and tells this whole story and uh the bugs play off perfectly in the song yeah, as an element yeah. to <laughs> and then like i get his record uh a little bit later and it's got these bug sound effects in it and stuff so it was like for me uh doing the show i was like man i like i it's crazy how much i almost like captured it close to that close to yeah. the record you know right so yeah, it's yeah. dope. That's uh, dope. But yeah, so that kind of stuff's always cool for me. Yeah, I think that whole setup that you got, that one mic that it just makes everything come off as super authentic. Mm-hmm. You know, like nothing here is scripted, nothing here is sure. set up. Like yeah. things are just gonna go the way they go and it comes out comes out really nice. Yeah, thanks guys. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean that, that you can tell immediately, you know, like going with the whole conversational thing and laid back, you, right. you can tell. Yeah. I great. I always say like I don't I'm not look you know, I, I, the show is Part of the fun of the show for me is all the, the you know, the fact that we're in all these different spots, all the different, you know, surrounding noises and things, all the different stuff. It's all part of the show, too. You know, I don't want it to ever, like, I don't want it to be in a studio. I don't want it to, like, you know, I like traveling. I like seeing the different stuff, the different yeah. sites all around the, the city and things. And this is just me trying to capture a moment of me hanging out with these people. So I think it fits, too, because, you know, you basically going on the road to these places where you're talking to a lot of people that their life at that point or coming up or around that time, they're on the road too. These mm-hmm. musicians, these comedians, you know, whoever it may be, they're out hustling, doing their thing, going from place to place. And, you know, you kind of capture that whole theme with the podcast from going from place to place and knocking out three in one day and sitting in a <laughs> mall court. You know, it's kind of just it kind of theme wise, motif wise, it kind of all blends together. Sure. I mean, it makes sense. Um, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, before we jump into Shane's going to stick around for the theory of the week and some weekly weirdness and stuff. But before we do that, let's plug your let's 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 plug it real quick. Um so we can find the majority is you know you can find anywhere basically anywhere you get your podcast, right? Apple right. podcast, but especially um rockpaperpodcast.com. Yeah, yeah. I, I I promote the link be, uh the Facebook uh when I've shared it on Facebook or Twitter or any of the things I usually share from the website just because I want people to go there because they'll have all your show posters and and music videos. I try to put everything along with the audio of the show. I try to cool. include a lot of the multimedia. So uh, that's all will be there, kind of a central hub for all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, rockpaperpodcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can listen to all those. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm on all, all the social media, the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, you want to plug your handles? Are they all Rock Paper Podcast? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And so then, you can uh, check them out on all that. For sure. And then uh, I would, uh, I'd like to say also we've got a big party coming up on July 1st. At uh, the Firebird, big third uh, anniversary uh, Rock yeah. Paper Podcast birthday show. Yeah. And nice. um, so I got uh, live music from 
Hounds, Forgetting January, Bald Eagle Mountain, and the Royal Furs. Cool. Uh, all four bands been on a show. They're all kind of rock and uh, themed. Uh, Forgetting January's pop punk trio. Uh, Royal Furs, a rock and roll band. Uh, Hounds, are kind of indie rock. Got a little pop uh, to it also. And uh, Bald Eagle Mountain's just like this hard and heavy kind of classic rock uh, type of band. And uh, yeah, $8 tickets, $10 at the door. Uh, Grill Street Food will also be there. Nice. With the, nice. Food, with the food truck. So uh, have some come hungry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to uh, Jonathan Benagoni, my buddy. Uh, He's a local comic and yeah. do some hosting and do some comedy in between. And cool. It's going to be a great night. Sounds and like a good wh- time. Where was this at? At the Firebird, the Firebird. on the 1st. July 1st. Yeah. Make sure you guys go check that out. And the uh, last thing I want to mention, too, is uh, what we're talking about it, with Shane here. It, it, if you know anybody, you know, artist-wise, band-wise, or anybody, you know, go to go to com and do basically what we did, how we got a hold of Shane and just said, hey, man, you know, you're doing cool stuff. Or if you know somebody, you know, come to us or come to Shane. Either way, uh, we, we want to we wanna find out. That's, that's, that's what we're doing here. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, let's, let's move on. Um, and that brings us to, Griff, your time to shine, man. All right. Theory of the week. What do you got for us, Griff? All right, guys. I don't want to sink. Uh, I don't know how to go with this one. <laughs> I'm, looking, no, I'm looking for a pun, no but I can't jokes. find it. No I can't bad find jokes. the pun. Okay. All right, so we've all heard, I uh, grew up hearing about a horrible event that happened on uh, April 15th, 1912. 1912? You know what that is? The sinking of the Titanic. Oh, so no. The classic story is, of course, that the Titanic was a British passenger liner that sank in the North Atlantic in the early morning of April 15th, 1912, after colliding with an iceberg on her maiden voyage. Right. Uh, costing the lives of 1,517 people. Uh, 68% of the total people on board died. Wow. Um, famously, they did not have enough lifeboats. They didn't have any. But, so there's no doubt that a horrible tragedy occur- occurred on this morning. However, there is that a, in a great ship sank, thousands of people died. <laughs> yeah. But uh, was it the story we were told? Was it an accident? Oh. Uh-huh. And was it the Titanic? Oh, wait a second. Not even the right boat? That's what we're getting oh, into. Oh, man. Okay. All right. So our story actually begins on the 20th of September, 1911, when the Titanic sister ship, the Olympic, collided with the HMS Hawking. Hawk something. Uh, this pretty much screwed the ship's owners because they had to take the Olympic out of service. So the owners of the White Star Line had to take uh, the Olympic out of service, had to repair it, and because they had to repair it, they also had to push back the maiden voyage that the Titanic was supposed to do. Interesting. Um, so this cost, they couldn't make any insurance claims on this or anything either because it wasn't wasn't scrapped. Um, so this was costing them tons of money in repairs, revenue, all of that. Um, essentially, the White Star Line was in, was in massive financial trouble at this time, and this was enough to, to send them under. No, excuse the, the language. <laughs> God, there it was. We've been waiting for I've been it. Waiting there it is. Um, so... The, the financial burden of repairs and lost revenue would have been enough to, uh, to, to sink the company. I have that one written can down. I, can, <laughs> I, can I say real quick, though, like, is the Olympic a cooler name than Titanic? I think that's a way cooler name. I don't know. They're both pretty cool names, Nick. I don't. Is Titanic <laughs> that cool of a name? First time you heard it? 
you're probably like, wow, that's rad. You've just heard that name so many times yeah, in your life. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of got a cool into, sound to it. You just, think of, you just think of Leo slowly sinking into the ocean when you hear that now. Was, yeah, right, with that, uh, <laughs> that lady dropping there her necklace. There was enough what was room that? on the door, Rose. What, what, what was that? What, wasn't there like a the precious heart, stone? The in heart the, of the ocean? Is that what her yeah. necklace was? Yeah. What kind of stone was that? Wasn't it like a, a stone? A blue emerald? Maybe? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Something. Okay, never mind. Um, so... Was the Olympic the same size? I mean, does it, the size even matter? Does okay, even so matter? we're gonna, yeah. All so right. they were like the exact same size, pretty much. They were almost identical. Um, the Olympic was a few years older. Obviously, had a little bit of wear and tear. Spilled drinks from all the drunk rich people on it, <laughs> stuff like that. But it, they were pretty much identical. Um, so this is basically the, Olymp- the the White Star came up with a plan that uh, instead of you know, them basically losing their shirts. In this deal, yeah, they were going to switch the two. They're going to switch the Olympic and the Titanic and intentionally sink the Olympic and uh, make an insurance claim on it. Oh, whoa, yeah. Um, so the ships were identical, and uh, once the plans were set, all they had, the people they had to do was make some pretty minor cosmetic changes to make the two two fit. Um, There's massive financial reasons we should take into account. Some of the people. The, the four owners of the White Star included like one of the most powerful and one of the wealthiest men in history, uh, J.P. Morgan. Okay. Um, and so he was at risk of losing massive amounts of his fortune. The, let's, the, the wealth and greed of these men cannot, yeah. be, cannot <laughs> be underestimated <laughs> or understated. Sounds like it. Okay. Um, so that's basically the storyline that maybe that happened. Here's some of the evidence. I was going to say, I mean, are we saying that, first of all, the thought that you would sink that big of a ship... Just for an insurance claim, is it like for me? I don't know why. It's just like mind blowing. Well, it's not the ship; it's the thousand five hundred people that you oh, yeah, killed. Oh well, yeah, that's what I'm. Right. I mean, yeah. that that goes in with it. Just the fact that you would do that, just to, for an insurance claim, so you don't lose like a bunch of money. I mean, that right there is insane. Yeah, if you look at the business practices but of it, these guys back then, it's say, totally plausible. That's what I was gonna say. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. But are we saying that? Okay, well, you're about so, to do so that. the Titanic okay. never sank. Okay, so throw, throw me the Titanic was retired in like 1931 when the Olympic was actually retired. Before I start asking you questions, okay. why don't you give me some some evidence? One here? of the only oh. ways to tell the ships apart uh, were the porthole windows on the sea deck. Um, the Titanic was pictured being built in uh, Belfast, um, pretty much done, but with 14 evenly spaced windows. Okay, but when it left Southampton on its doomed maiden voyage. It had 16 unevenly placed windows, <laughs> dot, 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 exactly as the Olympic had. Oh, man. Many builders of the Titanic came out and voiced their suspicions and were promptly met with threats of 20 years in jail and uh, promised that they would never work again if they, they continued up their mouths. Most of them shut up. 20 years in jail? 20 years in jail. Jeez. Uh, so staircases and paneling were later removed from the Olympic when it was... Uh, Finally retired in like 1931, and some of those staircases were used in like hotels and stuff. Um, so on them, they found the markings 401, which should have been the markings for the Titanic, whereas the markings for the Olympics should have been 400. Okay, so wait, what year did you say the Titanic sank? 1912. 1912. You're just saying 1930. Oh, you got me confused. I'm saying right now I'm saying day. the Olympic ran like they finally it stopped running in 1930. The Olympic did. The Olympic had been in service for 20 years by that point. But aren't you, isn't the theory saying that the Olympic was the one that sunk? Yeah, but I'm saying the supposed Olympic. Yeah. So like the, oh, okay. The, it was, 
Yeah, there was the the uh, they just swapped names. Yeah. names. Yeah. Okay. So what they retired was the Olympic, right? Right. But or maybe it was actually the Titanic. Okay, I get what you're. Okay, all right. But so confuse myself. When they look at the, these numbers on the bottom of the stairs, yeah, like, it has, this isn't right. It has the numbers corresponding to the Titanic, but they're saying it's the Olympic. Okay. Right. So that back, yeah, kind of makes well, it look yeah. suspicious. Well, yeah. And uh, let's see. I think that's about all. Shane, before we even bust into this, really, are, are you are you a conspiracy theory kind of guy? Do you get into anything like this, weird stuff like this? We always talk. about? I mean, there's there's uh, there's definitely things I question. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really dive too have too deep into yeah. it, but uh, I mean, it just definitely uh, I'll definitely I'll listen. I mean, I'm all uh, <laughs> I find it interesting for sure, but yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, some a lot of it, I just like you know you're you're crazy, but yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah. I mean, that's generally I'm here throwing shade on the conspiracy yeah. theories every week. Yeah, but uh, even when it comes to the Titanic, Griff, tell me tell me about. All right, so, so let me hear. I want to point out some okay, some a little shade on uh, these owners. Did, okay, right? all right, let's hear it. So they hyped this ship up as unsinkable. Unsinkable. That's what everyone knew it as. Yeah, come and then it tickets. went out and it sank on its mm. maiden voyage. Did they hype this ship up as unsinkable? To get so as that many when it people? sank, not to get as, as many people, but so that when it sank, there would be no, you know, oh. suspi- you know, they wouldn't be like, oh, they went intentionally sank this ship. Yeah, it wasn't you like know. our design. Why or would anything? they do that? Yeah. Why would they do that? Right, right. Um, yeah. Okay. Then there's a Titanic also, and this real sketchy. If they intentionally sank this ship, Titanic famously did not have enough lifeboats on it. That is of everyone. I think I feel like that's like a very common thing. Famously, did know. not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why Rose. That's is, why people. Rose died. is floating on a door at <laughs> yeah. the end of the movie. It's very true. There is not enough lifeboats. Very true. That's why like Leo. Yeah. Leo, Leo couldn't make it because yeah. because well, of this. Two things. Two things. Why Leo died. Why Why did Leo die? The White Star Line didn't have enough lifeboats, and yeah. Rose was a greedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't scoot over on that yeah. door. There she was plenty she of room. She wouldn't let her one of, bit of her leg get cold so he could get on there. No. I've seen like a bunch of uh, like people that spent way too much time thinking about that, and like and, and, like actually like do uh, the math, yeah, like yeah. There's there's like so many ways that Leo could have fit yeah. on there with her, and like uh, they're so, right though. Yeah. There was a big door, <laughs> but so so if they did that, like did they do that on purpose also? Because like you're not going to look at if this ship had just enough room for every, you know to evacuate everybody, which I'm sure is actually the law, but. Uh, you know, it definitely doesn't look like they planned to sink this boat, right? Like, okay, so I was just gonna ask, why not just save everybody? But now you put it right there, that last cover, comment. Cover. Well, we didn't expect it to because yeah. it's it, it's you cannot be it's, sunk. It's further reason to be like, well, we didn't think it's gonna God, sink. It's really fucked up, but I guess that makes sense. But which yeah, in the, which, really in the, which case, up. yeah, is just straight up murder of yeah, literally a lot of people. Mass, yeah. Um, so did we talk about though, as far as the actual sinking? Because everyone says it's an iceberg. Yeah, did we talk trying, about that? I was trying to find. So they, I mean, did the they, captain would have to be involved. He would have to intentionally run into something. Yes, the captain would have to be involved, or they would have to screw with the navigation system of it or something. Um, or did I they run over anything? That's, that was the one thing I was I kept looking for, and I'm sure if I dug a little bit deeper, yeah. I could probably find some, some stuff on that. But or is I, it, I didn't, um, so th- we're gonna leave that up to speculation. Like we leave everything right. up to. Or, um, or could it be just one guy just loosened one nut, one bolt down the well, bottom? I think they for sure hit an iceberg. Okay, so right? it's known that they hit but, something. But they could, would have known that you know if this hits an iceberg, it's going to be catastrophic enough with the damage already there that it's yeah. going down. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, because there are people, survivors that saw them hit the iceberg. So, right, right, right. So they okay. know they hit an iceberg. Okay, that's sure. true. That's a good point. But that iceberg should not have been enough to to sink this unsinkable ship. Unless, of course, it had been in an accident two years earlier and suffered structural damage. Yeah. So who knows? That's a good point. So, man, Olympic or Titanic? Yeah. So the Titanic may have never sank. The Titanic was just chilling. It was fine. Yeah, the Titanic retired. Say, yeah. yeah. The, the a, Olympic, though. What they, so you saying like they just like slap on the name Titanic yeah, and yes. just like, hey, this is. Yeah. The, 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 the okay. Titanic just became the Olympic and had a nice, safe career and was never, was indeed unsinkable. Yeah. Shane, what are your thoughts, man? Hit me with something, man. What are you thinking? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't put it past anybody. Uh, you know, it seems like. Could the Titanic, the whole um, air quoting, air parentheses, whatever you say, Titanic, if it was a Titanic. Could it be? Is it possible that it was just a huge insurance claim? Yeah, I, I can. I can totally believe that for sure. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I've, so uh, this whole like story thing. I'm thinking. I again, it's it's TV, but uh, I was watching uh, that Chicago Justice. Okay, uh, you guys ever catch that at all? Yeah. I'm, I'm aware. I of know all, what you're All the about, Chicago though. shows. Yeah. though. isn't there like an entire night of just Chicago yeah. shows on? Yeah, there's. Fire PD, PD yeah. uh, uh, medical, and then uh, now, now uh, uh, balls deep yeah. on Chicago. <laughs> yeah, love but, Chicago. But yeah, we we I mean my wife wife watch them all and they're fun. And but uh, there's uh recently on Justice there was a uh, uh, they were making this big building and um, the the crane fell and fell on uh, you know uh, killed some bunch of people and all this stuff and they were trying him for you know they wanted to pin murder on him because they you know they, they figured it was an insurance claim thing too like there's a very similar storyline yeah uh what we're talking about and like you know it's just greed man people yeah. and people yeah. they figured they did the math they figured it out that it was more cost effective for even though lives were at stake for them to sabotage the whole thing because they would get uh they were so far into debt with uh, in, the, in this in chicago justice they were so far into debt uh you know and that they had uh Whatever, so many, so many million dollar insurance claim on it. If the if the project fell apart and they didn't meet their deadline and stuff, then they would get all the money back and stuff. So, I right. mean, yeah, people yeah. people see dollar signs and they they don't care if a hundred, you know, if a thousand yeah. people died or whatever. So, right, yeah, certain people are sociopaths. We like we talk right. about sociopaths quite a bit on the show. They don't give a damn. Yeah, and I mean, yes, this thing happens on a small scale with nightclubs and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not gonna say all the time, but it happens right pretty frequently. Yeah, and. This is just done on a monstrous scale. Yeah. But well, by say, some of the greediest men in history. I was going to say, you also got to realize how, what we're talking about J.P. Morgan, yeah. we're talking about like uber wealth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're talking major loss to a major fortune. Yeah. To one of the greatest fortunes the world's ever seen. Yeah. It's definitely possible. I mean, so where you at, Griffith? It, it was, an, was the Titanic an accident? Was it the Titanic? This is about as much as I think I'm willing to go on things anymore okay. because I, I neither think this story is true, nor do I think it is discernibly false. Actually, it oh, kind of has me. I'll cool. give it fifty percent. Fifty percent, which is more than that's I ever. Pretty high. Which is more than I ever do. From you, that's pretty high. It seems plausible, and there's small bits of evidence to support it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I need to get down into the Titanic with uh, what's his face? <laughs> yeah. And uh, who's the guy who dove down there? Oh, uh, damn! The, I the his director, name. Bill Paxton. No, no, it was Bill Paxton. <laughs> damn it. Was it? He no, went down he there? Was no, in was the movie, just, dude. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, Damn, what was that dude's name though? Uh, he went down there like three yeah, times, didn't he? Dude, 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 South Park did a whole thing about it. He was he went down there to raise the bar. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of his name. Damn. Is he? The guy who makes like Transformers. Is it Michael Bay? That was Michael, no, it's not Bay, Michael was Bay. It? Bay. It's a director. It's, yeah, uh, I don't know. We're sounding bad right now. Okay, we're stupid. So. Either way, <laughs> let me let me tell you where I'm at with this. Somebody's yelling the answer to this somewhere. Right. Listening to this, call in everybody if you're listening. Yeah, to that. <laughs> all right. Um, man, I don't know, Griff. I think it's definitely James positive. Cameron. Yeah, that's go. it, James Cameron. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, because he went in one of those crazy little like one person pods yeah. down there, which is or not maybe not down there, but he's done it otherwise. James Cameron. James Cameron. He just <laughs> cruises down there in that creepy thing. Um, I don't know, man. It's definitely possible, but I would like to think that even if you're worth ten bazillion dollars, that you wouldn't, you know, have a, thousands of people be put at risk just to save you. But it's definitely possible. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility, right? You're you're having too much faith in human decency. Yeah, here. I know. Especially back at that time too, when people were really savage, man. They, they just, were really savage back in the early 1900s. Like it was literally livered, you know. Back to the sociopathy thing. People yeah. who are CEOs and like yeah. high, stuff like that have the highest rate of of sociopathy. They're cutthroat. You have to be cutthroat to amount that much wealth. Like, all right. Here's what I'm saying, Griff. I'm going high. I'm going real high, but only on half of it. I'm saying seventy percent chance that it was purposely ran into for an insurance claim but i'm saying that it was the actual titanic that really doesn't mean much to me at least what ship it was if it was the olympic or not but it wouldn't have been the most financially smart move for them to do it that way though again i don't know though i don't know though because i think about it like the navigation at that time and just I mean, there are a lot of definitely, like, as far as technology and shit, you know. Like, well, we've come a long way. Yeah. But, but uh, I, what you were saying, the Olympic, the Olympic had suffered an accident previously. Yes. A massive damage. Right. So that was, there was, it wasn't mm-hmm. just a, uh, let's just sink the Olympic instead. Uh, oh, that was, it had already been? Right. It was already damaged. Oh, okay. So they cut their losses. On, by, on that one, 100%. Yeah. That, okay, then, that, no, okay. That makes sense. For then. them to damage, to just, go and try to damage the Titanic would not necessarily be very smart. Right. Actually. So they would still have one perfectly good boat that they called yeah. the Titanic, mm-hmm. even though... That they called the Olympic. Well, yeah, the Olympic. Yeah, yeah, right. well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they would have one boat that was already so screwed up and that they, they cut could, their loss yeah. and, and got, got money paid got insurance on paid out. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. And I, I just, yeah. I can, once again, just loop myself around too much. Okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. still going high though. 70%. Right. Wow. Okay. Man, 70%. Just because, man... People, sure. just different times, savageness. I, I can't. I'd never heard of this one before, and I really can't believe I never had. Really? And I actually have heard of it, but I didn't hear that it was a insurance claim. Though, what did I hear? I heard something. It was uh, like a government thing or something. You know, it was something. Uh, you know, you can always relate. Any conspiracy theory can be somehow turned back to aliens. Uh, some kind of government motive, but uh, <laughs> they thank it to go to the center of the earth. I think it's super interesting about the insurance claim, though, because that's. Sure. Uh, I mean, phew, that's a real possibility, especially back then. Like today, if you propose an insurance claim or something there are multiple steps that have to be taken in order to validate this but let's talk but about back then even now that would be one of the hardest they couldn't find that thing till like 96 they couldn't find I'm, that boat that's what i'm saying so like it'd be one of the hardest things to validate really well that's so what the I'm, evidence is at the bottom right. of the super deep north atlantic that's what i'm saying can you imagine now just imagine way back almost almost well i guess 100 years right you said 1915 or something 1912 over so a hundred years. years ago over yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna call somebody bullshit on their on their insurance claim that a gigantic 
Yeah, I don't, shit went down. You know, I so don't think the White Star line exists anymore. Right. So, and the guys yeah. who would be responsible are certainly long dead. So, well, I can promise you that I know that J.P. Morgan they may have is, gotten the, the fortune is still there. They may have gotten that. away with one of the greatest and most heinous yeah. crimes in modern history. That's crazy, man. Uh, okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We uh, we have to, we have time for a couple stories. Just a couple. You guys want to run through a couple and get out of here? I don't really have any. You don't have anything? Yeah, I didn't All know right. we were doing that. Well, <laughs> I, that's fine. I'll, I, I got a couple. Can we talk about this? So this just happened. I just came across this today. But um, did you guys hear about this, this French fitness blogger that died from a um, whipped cream can? Wait, do you like a whip it? No, no. Just um, she got hit in the chest by the, her whipped cream can that she bought from the market exploded and exploded so hard. Hit her square in the chest, and she had a heart attack. R.I.P. to her. But ba- apparently, I didn't know this. I learned this today. That um, back in the day, I guess she must have bought a really old can or something. And uh, how how long ago? Well, as long as the story keeps the, the story. Ju- the story just happened. But it's the a can dairy that, product. You got to get rid of that. But the can that she bought, I think, was really old. Um, size. What, what what is a siphon? Do you know what that is? Do you guys know what that is? A siphon? I don't know how to explain it, but something that like sucks water out of one thing, like you siphon gas, right? right? Yeah, the tube. So, yeah, yeah, essentially a tube. Yeah. So I guess the way that it was made causes a certain kind of. Okay, so she bought this. the The type, the type of whipped cream that she bought, apparently. So she's in France, Paris, had been. Taken off the shelves in 2013. I don't know uh, how she got a hold of. Uh, you gotta get rid of that. Yeah, I don't know how she got a hold of her of it, or if it was just a really old can that she hadn't used. Some black market whip. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> Can't but hold on to that stuff. The whatever it was made with at that time, which like they obviously had a product recall, I guess led to some kind of possible explosion. She and, was a, a physical trainer or something. Yeah, she was like a fitness uh, Instagram fitness so she model. Probably didn't fuck with that whipped cream too much. That's what I was wondering <laughs> about. That what is she doing? That she, she probably uh, didn't mess with it. Very, yeah, she had a uh, 166 thousand followers, so pretty good following. Yeah, um, beating us by a little bit. So they don't say the <laughs> they don't say the brand, but they say that the manufacturer manufacturer said that the product has not been on the market since quote. A first incident implicating a siphon, which I noted, in February of 2013, products were withdrawn from the market and destroyed, the company stated, and so and uh, efforts were made to alert consumers. So I don't know how she got a hand on. You guys can look this up. I'm sure you come across it. It's been on Facebook. I bet it was just stuff. in her fridge. Like, yeah, it might have been. Yeah. But I guess it. They, they've actually said in this article, they say that. There have been other incidents of these things exploding. That's horrible. But no one has died, though. Dude, we got whipped cream and nacho cheese coming after people these days. Man, and I don't it's like, crazy. And I, don't like the, I don't like the world we're living in. Luckily, I don't have to worry about this because I cannot stand whipped cream. I know. I know. Dude, it's kind of weird. It's but sugar in cloud form. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. But I just can't imagine, you know, like the whole thing, big thing now is with those e-cigs and the cartridges yeah. blowing up and stuff. Yeah, or your no Samsungs. One, I, I feel like it's safe to say that no one expects, you know, you're going to top off a piece of ice cream or some cake or something. You, you don't expect that thing to explode. It's you know carbonated. You, you, you would think like, hmm, I mean, I gotta be, shouldn't hold it at a certain angle. Yeah. No, I would not. I'm just gonna stick, I would absolutely not think that. I'm just going to stick to Cool Whip, guys. Yeah. I stuck that shit right out of the top of it, so... Uh. <laughs> 
That's risky. So R.I.P. Man, that's actually a terrible story for her and her yeah, family. Yeah, that is. But I'm, I mean, that's just something. But it's a, listen, I, I'm not, but my family's big whipped cream people, and that's just kind of crazy. I, of all things exploding, I wouldn't think about whipped cream. I mean, whipped cream. You hear, okay. you know, people dying from just crazy things all the time. You know, like tons of people die from vending machines falling on them every year. Just, but that's the first whipped cream I've ever heard of for sure. Okay, this is the other story that I just I really just got to get this one off my chest. <laughs> I've been holding on to this one for a while, and I, I just need somebody to talk to about this. Butterfly. I'm gonna guys let you, I'm gonna let you guys in on a little tip, a little inside tip of my life here. Uh, my whole life growing up, I've had some uh, digestion problems. You know, some acid reflux, indigestion. Uh, you know, I, I easily get uh, gas pains and bloated and all that fun stuff. Right. I'm sure everyone there has been there before. You know. Um, and I, I gotta say this too. I've never really had like a full on constipation. Have yeah. you guys ever been fully constipated? That's kind of a weird question to ask. Fully. Really? Fully. Is it, is it really terrible? It's gotta oh, be terrible. Absolute worst. How long were you constipated for? Man, a while. I, I don't days? Know. Yeah, days. Like more than three? <laughs> it doesn't count if it's not more than three days, bro. More than three? Yeah. More than three? Yeah. yeah. Um, I had kidney stones back in the day, which like screws uh, up your, your ability to push. Yeah. <laughs> not to get crazy, but right. yeah. Yeah, so uh, a while. A so while. what would uh, describe to me what the feeling would be if of that constipation feeling if you lived with that for twenty two years? Oh, uh, you should probably be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how you've survived that. Your first of all, your body is just like accumulating toxins if you're not letting them out. Um, that doesn't sound good. So the reason I ask this is because a man in China. Just had a pretty crazy surgery, I would say. Um, this how, guy, how many corrects? Was was feeling feeling really constipated his entire life, though, like his entire life. Twenty two years. But he was said. he just getting some some BMs, getting some movements out? I don't think so, man. No. Um, just they. I don't even know. I want you guys to guess how much. How so? They took a surgery to to take this guy's basically his shit out of him. Food baby. <laughs> what do you guys think? If we could put in the, the pounds, like what do you guys think? Like, they, how much it is, it is known in the measurement of currics, by the way? Is it? No. This says pounds <laughs> and kilograms. This is absolutely a South Park joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm off on that one. Each curric is a measured by standard weight of Katie Couric. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, let me just tell you. They removed fucking 28.6 pounds of feces from this guy. Um, look at this. Damn, that's look not, at this. That's not look, a baby. That's look at a this small pi- child. Look at this picture of what this doctor's holding. What? That's what they took out of that guy's body. It looks like an, it looks like an alien an alien slug. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I don't know. Check but, this but, out. Uh, as far as uh, yeah, I mean, def- <laughs> definitely gross. Uh, <laughs> but what do you what do you said? Twenty two years. He said yeah. he said he was feeling that way of constipation for twenty two so years. Had to, yeah. He had to be having some right. some intermediate, you know, some small poops here and there. Yeah, but the, I would think over twenty two years, that's like a pound a almost a pound a year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would have I would have went way higher than twenty eight pounds. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, that's but, true. You know, he had, so, to, he had to be getting it out somehow. Yeah. What they were saying was that they found the, the doctors think that he had actually been collecting since birth, um, slowly. And they say that he was diagnosed with this thing called Hirsch, Hirschsprung's disease, 
It is a uh, congenital condition caused by missing nerve cells in the bowel, which results in, it just says movement issues. So you basically <laughs> it can't come out. Can't poop. Um, <laughs> but, dude, what point does it get to where you say, okay, now I understand this guy might be, uh, if I look further, it might be rural China. I'm not sure. Maybe he doesn't have access. Um, but, okay, let's see this. Hirschsprung's disease is typically seen in infants and diagnosed when they fail to have bowel movement within the 48 hours after birth. It's rare, occurring in one in 5,000 newborns and can be treated by surgically removing the part of the colon that has no nerve cells. Um, even more infrequently, older children can also be diagnosed after showing symptoms like a swollen belly. They said that this guy also, by the way, he looked nine months pregnant. That's how, I've, it, as you could tell oh, by looking at this picture. Well, yeah. So it, not only was he feeling terrible, but I think by the point where you're like, I look like I'm having a kid. A couple. You should like probably twins. Twins. check that out. Twins, Basil. Twins. Yeah, I haven't been feeling good for 21 years. I'm going <laughs> to give it one more year and see like, what happens. Get a, I'll go get a checkup next yeah. year. Yeah. It'd be like Shane when you walked up here like, man, right. I messed something up with my ankle. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I yeah, how's you. that been going on? You're like, oh, only like 25 I, years. I did it when I was seven. <laughs> Don't just, you know. All right. Um, yeah, so doctor said he looked nine months pregnant. Um, and here's what he says. He, he tells the, doctor, the doctors that he's been constipated his whole life finding only minor relief from laxatives. So the only way he could get out was taking like a bunch of laxatives. Bulk, what do you say, bulk intake of laxatives. Oh, man. Which just sounds like that's probably going to eat your insides even worse. Um, the doctors were actually scared that it was going to explode, which your entire, entire it can get to the point where it basically presses on everything in the inside. And yeah, everything just explodes. And then you're once, screwed. You go which, septic and you're screwed. Then it turns into an alien, a sci-fi movie where you literally just, explode uh, you know what i mean well the, uh, and your guts goes everywhere yeah remember that movie uh but except for it wouldn't go on the outside it'd just be it, on the inside you go septic like it's what's like, that it's like when basically your just all comes that out stuff comes in and gets into your bloodstream and all that type oh of stuff. Not, you ever watch that not, you ever watch that movie seven yeah uh, yeah, when, yeah. Uh, the gluttony yeah yeah, yeah yeah right 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 yeah you start looking like that yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much pretty much i'm so close that thing was uh, huge that they pulled out. This is in Jeez. Shanghai, by the way. The surgery took three hours. Is he from Shanghai or it happened in Shanghai? I don't know. That's just where the hospital if is. If he's from Shanghai, he has no reason to not. It just says a China, uh, China man. That's all it okay. says. It doesn't, a, doesn't say much. Well, that's the that's thing. the preferred, preferred term. <laughs> yeah. yeah they, I don't know why they didn't. Maybe they didn't maybe even know. I mean, it could be some, from somewhere so rural that they don't even know. I mean, that's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing he's uh, from somewhere that they don't even know, you know, because he's just been. Yeah, yeah, he's just been that guy that's been sitting outside his house all for his whole life, just uh, moaning like, "Oh, that guy's crazy," you know, collecting shit. <laughs> um, literally. Uh, so the surgery took three hours. They successfully removed uh, the part of his colon, all of the fecal buildup, which I showed you guys, which looks like an alien baby, and uh, he's expected to fully recover. So shout out to that guy because he actually came through, which is crazy if you look at this picture. Um, it's a giant slug. Yeah, so you guys, I'm looking at this on uh, Vice, vice.com. It has this article. You guys can check this out. Um, and the ending of the article says, go eat fiber, take your healthy GI tract, and have normal bowel movements. Make sure you're having normal right. bowel movements. If I was um, a laxative says, company, I'm jumping on this guy. Oh, yeah. This guy's my Tiger Woods for Nike. <laughs> yeah, you know? he's, like, your, he's your uh, Jared for Subway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He says, uh, it says the last sentence is, <laughs> I don't know if that's the best yeah. example. Oh, well, bef yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, just early, early. In the medium. Yes. A couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it says last sentence. And if you're a parent, 
and your kid has constipation, any form of serious constipation, go get it checked out. Right. <laughs> right? Okay. Because you definitely don't want this. I no. just can't imagine. Can you imagine living life in any way now with just even, let's say, a three pound buildup of shit inside of you? I can't imagine. That dude has to feel so light. Like he must feel like he can fly right now. Do you think he just go? Do you think he just went to a basketball court and dunked real quick? I bet. He, he just like found out that he had a 50 yeah, inch vertical. Yeah. He's get that. <laughs> Was that guy in the draft? <laughs> turn, on, turn the draft back on. That guy's getting picked right now. I bet you he walked outside and was just like, just jumped. Yeah. He just like jumped off the third floor. Feel like you're on the fine. moon, man. He was cool. Be light. Or maybe he was doing some cool stuff. Like, what would you do if you got 28 pounds removed from you? you- I'd eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He's probably worried about eating because it was just buildup. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go eat a bunch of food, man. God, I just can't imagine what happens when you wake up one day and you you look like you're three months pregnant and you're just um hmm. I guess I'm just gonna keep going on yeah, with my life. I don't know what that's just crazy to me, man. It's ah. yeah, it's just crazy in general. Yeah. Well, shout out to that guy. Um okay. Man, that, that's I, I got some other stories, but uh we'll save it for next week when uh when Keith comes back. He'll have some good stuff to talk about. We'll add it in because he he's from he'll be back from his trip from Colorado. And whatnot. Um, when, when does he get back? I think it's he gets back. Let's see. Today's Thursday. I think he gets back maybe next Tuesday, okay. next Wednesday. So we'll be good to go next week. Um, and like I said, we'll have some some stuff to add on to whatever he's got going on. Um, and with that, so let's move on to the last the last thing here, and we'll, we'll get in our, our shout outs out the way. And I'll go first here because speaking for Keith, uh, speaking of Keith, and speaking for Keith, he texted me and he wanted to shout out. This is from Keith. He wants a shout out to a uh, local St. Louisan, Jason Tatum, who just tonight, what we saw, got drafted third overall by the Boston Celtics. Local St. Louis guy, Shamanad guy. Um, if you're from the St. Louis area, you you know what we're talking about. He might, the Boston was talking about maybe trading. So I, I don't know. I haven't been updated. I turned my phone, the updates off. So he, he might not be in Boston anymore, but wherever he's going to definitely be in the league, he's going to be very good. But Keith didn't want to shout out for his basketball. He wanted to shout out because Jason got roasted on Twitter today. Really? Yeah. One of the, I think it was a local Boston beat writer asked him to have, Oh, I uh, saw this like a food draft. And his number one draft pick was, he said, St. Louis style pizza. And Twitter took that and ran with it. And so, Screw you, Twitter. Yeah, they were not very nice to the emos and the... Uh, Back up off us, Twitter, I swear. The St. Louis pizza. And so Keith wants to shout out to Jason for uh, for not only repping, but having to go through uh, a pretty, pretty solid Twitter roast, which I went through some of the comments, and people really don't like... Are you you like an emos guy? No. No? no. Oh, Shane right here. People don't like the Pro Bell, man. People All right, Shane, it. let's hear it, man. I'll, what do you got? I mean, I'll eat it, but I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a fan. I don't... I don't hardly. Uh, is it the cheese? Is it the is it the crust? Oh, it's the cheese. Well, I don't know, man. Everyone on Twitter was all about the crust. Oh, that was a cracker. Yeah, that was a cracker. Was a cracker. People were yeah. putting people were putting pictures of a saltine with ketchup on it. I'm saying I've seen, Louis. This, seen people make this. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> my my biggest thing uh, is it's like you know the thin crust, and you get like six pepperonis. And it's like thirty bucks. And yeah, it's the like, price is. Yeah, and it's like, how is that? How am I paying thirty dollars for a large pizza that's like nothing there? Yeah, it's like, it's a good point. Uh, you know, it's like, so I feel like it's uh, overpriced. Um, and uh, you know, I'm not like as, as far as like 
what chain pizza, you know, yeah. uh, I think like even Domino's is like stuffed it up big time to like as for, uh, you know, you get, you get a, still get a bargain. You still get a deal on the pizza, but you know, it's like, I don't know, just, uh, Emo's doesn't do it for me. I don't know. Like, well, no, I mean, believe me, a lot of people like that, especially even St. Louis people. The big thing right. is, is the price. I mean, that's well, so that's why I'd say I'm more like a Cecil's or a Alicia's St. Louis sure. uh, for my St. Louis style pizza because well, it's so much cheaper. That than is true. Emo's. A lot of people go that route. Emo's yeah. is outrageous. Out in uh, out by me, we have Stefanina's and they do a St. Louis okay uh, thing. It's just traditional uh, Italian restaurant kind of you know like family thing, and but they do a thin and they load it up with a bunch of toppings and it's good stuff. Yeah. So shout out Stefanino, yeah. shout yeah. out. Okay, Griff, you got anything to shout out, man? Hmm. <laughs> Humpback <What>? whales. <laughs> Why you say it's so, so with such sass right there, man? Because they're the heroes of the ocean. <laughs> you just really wanted to get that. <laughs> really wanted to get that point across. Yeah. That's all you got. That is all I got. Okay, Shane. What about you, man? Why don't you uh, shout out to your own self and 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 plug plug yourself again, man? <laughs> all right, sure. Uh, yeah, the show's uh, Rock Paper Podcast, rockpaperpodcast.com, all over your social media. Uh, listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, tune in apps, whatever, wherever you're getting the show. Um, yeah, that's it. I've been doing like three or four episodes a week, so yeah. a lot of content coming at you. Uh, so subscribe. Yeah, so you got more episodes and you got the annual, the the third three-year birthday party yeah. coming up, which we said. Yeah, big party, Firebird the first. Holler at me if you need some tickets. Yeah, shout out. Okay, well, I obviously want to shout out you, Shane, for coming on, man. We appreciate you spreading the uh, the knowledge, the awareness, and the you know the the local podcast love, man. We 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 really appreciate that. Yeah, I'm honored you guys uh, thought of me. This is really cool for sure, for sure, man. Um, I also want to shout out to uh, my buddy uh, Kyle Fauché. I call him Fauché, but. he just started his own blog. Okay, it's uh, you can find him at uh, what's it? Let me see. I think it's fauche.blogspot.com. Is that a thing? Let me see real quick. Um, it's called right now. Currently, it's called Chalk Talk with Kyle Fauche, and uh, you can find that at kylefauche.blogspot.com. Fauche is spelled F-O-S-H-E. Um, so. Basically, he he's a big sports guy. He's a big basketball guy. So he's doing this blog. He's going to be doing, you know, if you want some local uh, St. Louis sports talk. Uh, there's going to be other stuff mixed in there. But right now, I know he's freaking out over this draft, um, especially with what I saw is happening. So shout out to Foshi uh, and go check out his blog. Also, I want to say, uh, man, shout out to you guys listening. Man, we appreciate you. Um, Keith will be back next week. So we'll get all that going. But in the meantime, check us out, man. Apple Podcasts. We're on SoundCloud. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever really you get your podcast. We are there. Do not forget about DoogieMedia.com. Uh, that's D-U-G-G-Y Media.com. There you can find the podcast stuff and some other good stuff, some film and some audio, other audio stuff. We're, uh, we're, we're constantly updating that and adding to it. Um, yeah, man. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We'll... we'll have a good week we will definitely have a good week and uh like i said before if you got anything any comments any mentions man uh, anybody for that you can think of for the rock paper podcast send it to shane at rockpaperpodcast.com or you can send it to us anything at g uh 
let me redo that anything but credible at gmail.com either way uh we'll make it happen and uh so yeah guys have a good week we will and we'll see you all next week check you later bye